Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. We have often heard the idea of presence and how being present more often can accelerate our spiritual journey. If this is a completely new idea to you, you may want to check out a previous episode entitled Presence, Are You Doing It Right? before you watch or listen to this. The ability to master pure presence is critical to advancing your spiritual journey. Without it, you'll get stuck at a certain point. Today we're going to discuss what pure presence is, how it's special, why it benefits us, and how we get there. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? So every book you pick up, Karen, talks about being in the moment, Mm -hmm. being in the now, Mm -hmm. being present. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about pure presence, Mm -hmm. how does that differ from just being present? Yeah. So just to back up out of that, we do have an episode on presence. Okay, so it's called Presence, Are You Doing It Right? So that's similar to what you're talking about in terms of being present. Should I go back and look at that? Yes. Would that help? That would help you. Okay. In fact, you probably should watch not should, but if it would help you to understand, give context to this conversation, if you had that as information in the background. Gotcha. Okay. So when I, people talk about being present, they're usually talking about linear time. So meaning that we are present in the moment of linear time. Okay. Linear time runs across the surface of the eternal now. And I think we've mentioned this in actually that same episode. When you are in pure presence, what happens is you're right on that. So first of all, it requires that you're present in the now of linear time. Okay, so meaning you here you are, you're in your body, you're aware of your surroundings, you're not thinking, you're just present. And it requires a frequency vibration, which is high enough, which will take you into the gateway of the eternal now. You need two things. You need to be present in your body, in your senses, aware of what is your surroundings without mental thought and or very little, okay, for some of you that freak out about that, very little or very muted mental thought and have a high enough frequency vibration that you can enter what I call the gateway into the eternal now. Why do you care about this? Because when you can get to this point and you're in that gateway to the eternal now, you actually can bridge two kinds of time, the eternal now and linear time. Why is that important? Because when you're in form, that's essentially the same place that nature sits in. It's both in the present moment and the eternal now, which is why a grain of sand holds the wisdom of all the universes. Okay, So I know that's kind of a hard out there concept, However, that's that gateway to both kinds of knowledge, the infinite knowledge on spirit level and all the knowledge in the density form that's contained in linear time. It's both. When you enter this state, okay, I know I'm talking very high level, yeah. okay, so just, just if you can, just roll with me for a little yeah. bit here. Yeah. So this is an advanced concept, and I realize for some of you, because it requires a certain frequency resonation, it mentally is going to be confusing to you, and that's okay. Part of what the GFC, or the Group Frequency Calibration at the end will do, will help you to approach this level. It's not enough, it's not going to be enough to get you there, okay, because you have to release a number of distortion patterns to get to the point that you can body this state, okay, so it's not just like you've done one single GFC. Well, I guess some of you might be able to do this, but most people, the vast, 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 vast majority of you, will need to do a lot more work to get to the state. And the reason this is important is because when you enter this state, And especially if you happen to be in nature, this is the state that nature is in. So it's almost like when you come back into this state, which is our natural state, and you're out in nature, it's almost like you receive this wave of energy because nature is welcoming you back to the state from which you originate. 
It's like, oh, wow, we're in this state. We're always in the state, we being nature. This is our constant state. You humans are in this other state. It's called linear time. And now you've come back to being able to bridge between the eternal now and present moment in linear time that we will call pure presence. And it's like a recognition of like, look, here you've returned. And so there's a kind, this sort of almost like a blessing. It's like almost like the first time I felt it, it was almost this incredible rush of energy. And it made me cry actually, because it was so intense and so beautiful. And so it's not love, it's more than that. It's of a higher, purer frequency and it's incredible. So when we get to that point, then we really start to feel the oneness of the all that is, because you're right on that edge, do you see? You're in both worlds where you're on the cusp of the spirit, the infiniteness of the eternal now, and also being able to hold the density of physical form because you're in also linear time. So you're actually yeah. able to bridge both. Hmm. I feel like I just fried your brain. I've got to ponder. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I just threw a lot. Out you know, there. I was thinking about yeah. the journey through the redwoods yes. in Northern California yeah. and that awesome feeling, mm -hmm. you know, that you just mm -hmm. that feeling that you get when you surrender. Yeah. You know, you bring into the forest all this chatter. Yeah. And all this, you know, yeah. 3D world and yeah. all this activity. Yeah. And then as you start to, you know, walk through the forest, all of a sudden it's like, whoa. All drops away. You start to transcend the mind mm -hmm. and you start to just go into that space of, you know, between thoughts. Yes. So you don't have all those rapid thoughts. Yes. And so is that kind of what you're touching on? Yes. So what you're doing is you're becoming more and more into a state of beingness. In that beingness, you're entering the present moment in linear time. That's why you don't have thought. You're just there in the forest, breathing the air, yeah. listening to the trees, listening to the water in the distance, hearing the quiet of your footfall. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. And you're in awe of the magnificence of the splendor of these amazing trees. I've always, and that's all that is. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, I've always had the, the sense or feeling that the the clinic, the medical clinic of the future mm -hmm. is the forest <laughs> yeah. or the ocean uh -huh. or the, you know, whatever that would be. Yeah. And uh, because when you start to surrender yeah. and then, you know, just your whole body yeah. will start to release. Yeah, release all the stress and the anxiety mm -hmm. and the fear and all those yeah. things that create all these, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, so if I can interject. Yep. So when you're releasing all that stuff, right, you're releasing that toxicity into the ground or to the earth or into that space. What I'll say about this is this is an amazing phenomenon that can happen when we enter nature. When you're into a state of pure presence, because of the state that you are in, there is a lot of natural places that hold a lot of distortions from humans because we've been there's been too many of us in that space and we're dumping all of our stuff, right? Or, or maybe there was a civil war battle. Yeah, or something like this. A lot of lives were lost. Yes, and, something like this, but typically yeah. it's like a natural space, like for example, Muir Woods near San Francisco. Okay, okay. okay, so it's a very beautiful space where the redwoods are and millions of people go through that space in a year. And they're all doing what you did, which had this beautiful like release, right? Of all these, th this like mental thought, this chatter, right? You just start to drop all that stuff and you're dropping it into that space. When there's so many humans in that small of a space so intensively, it starts to distort that space. When you're in, okay, because you just didn't understand what I'm saying, because there's so much distortion being dumped, right? So that field can only hold so much for a certain period of time, right? When you're in a state of pure presence, what you can do, because you are clear, you're in that state yourself, you can walk into that field of that forest and reset it, reset it oh. into pure presence that oh. it kind of fell out of because of all the distortion oh. from the humans that are there dumping all their stuff. So because you're in a state of pure presence, you can return the favor, wow. so to speak. So nature gives us this favor all yeah. the time, this blessing, where we can release all this toxicity, mental stuff, emotional crap, whatever, distortion patterns, yes? 
So when you are in the state of pure presence, you can give that back to nature, which is really, really beautiful. And you can reset spots that have become polluted with distortion mm. patterns, and it comes back. And when it comes back into that state of pure presence, the blessing that you receive mm. is tremendous. Now, you don't do it because of that. You know, you're know, you not doing it because you expect something. You're, it's almost like this beautiful gift that you get to give, right? Just like it blesses us with being allowed to release all of our distortion. It just does because it can, right? Mm -hmm. So similarly, you do because you can, right? So you're just in that state, in that place, all of a sudden it gets to reset. So it's this incredible thing that can happen between you and spaces in terms of natural spaces, which can be a wonderful gift in both directions. Yeah. Yeah. So being from the Midwest, yeah. We, we don't have a lot of forest. Yeah. We don't have a lot of mountains. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of oceans. Mm -hmm. So we don't have these expansive, you know, beautiful nature, mm -hmm. you know, spaces that we can go to. Mm -hmm. But I think what you're saying is that I myself mm -hmm. can have this experience. Yeah. Without nature. Oh, totally. Nature yes. is just the opportunity. Yeah, to really notice it. To share it almost. Yes, exactly. To share it. That's right. But I can be sitting in the middle of New York City yes, in absolutely. a taxi cab yes. and be in that state. Absolutely. Okay. And in fact, what will happen is that as you're in that state, everything around you, like just because it's in your field, mm -hmm. starts to feel better. It's like, imagine if you took like a little chunk of the Redwood Forest and you were traveling with it, right? <laughs> it's allowing all these people uh, to um, like release all of this stuff, right? As yeah. it moves around, right? Mm -hmm. Except it's not a forest, it's you because you're holding that state. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. So you're right. Thank you for that clarification. I'm glad you brought it up. Yes, you don't need to be in nature in order for that to happen. Yeah. It simply is an amplifier and an, an, an opportunity for you to notice it even more. So when you're in, as you say, you could be in a high rise in the middle of New York City or in the middle of, I don't know, Paris or London or wherever you are, Shanghai, it doesn't matter, yeah. and still have that state. It's not dependent on being in nature. And the ripple effect of you being in that state will be as if those people had walked into a forest because it's the same state that the, that forest is in. But what, what really excites me is, you know, is the fact that as a human, mm -hmm. we all have the capability mm -hmm. to reach that level. Yes. And that's what all this work is about. Yeah. 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 It's that, really... That's a big wow. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it comes, you know, it's... <laughs> Um, it comes at them when you're not expecting it, you know, you're not really, it's not like my agenda for the day, the day that I experienced it for the first time was achieve pure presence. <laughs> I think I was simply just going for a walk in, in the woods. I mean, that's really all I was doing in the redwood trees. So that's what I thought I was doing. And then all this magic happened. So it's not required that you plan for it, but it just sort of happens in this, when you're not really planning for it, because it's in the surrender that, that it happens actually. Yeah. Do you, you want to spend just a little bit of time mm -hmm. explaining pure presence, mm -hmm. eternal now? Mm -hmm. And is one the step before the other? Oh, I see. As far as evolving? Yeah. Is it pure presence and then you said it's kind of moving into that state of eternal now? Yeah, so pure presence is the kind of the gateway into the eternal now. It's kind of that bridge point between the eternal now and linear time. So you will be able to, ex they kind of overlap. They're kind okay. of like overlapping circles. So in a way, because in order for you to be truly in a state of pure presence, your vibration has to be high enough that allows you to access the eternal now. So you can't really truly be in a state of pure presence if you're not in a vibrational level that isn't high enough to allow you to access that. So that's that kind of a prerequisite. Yes. Is to, is to have done enough work mm -hmm. as far as releasing distortions mm -hmm. and raising your frequency level mm -hmm. to the point where it's almost like you're in a space where you could move into the eternal now. Yes. And that that's almost a requirement to experience this pure presence. Yeah, exactly. Because you basically are bridging both. Okay. eternal now and the physical linear time so yes as you said it's it's a bridge of both and, and let me ask you uh, with the folks that you work with mm -hmm. do we kind of get glimpses of this absolutely yeah yes thank you for asking that yeah. question 
the reason I'm so psyched that you asked that question is because people think it's it's binary. Like I'm not going to be in it, and then I'm going to be in it all the time. It's not really like that. It's like I cross the face. Yeah, line. yeah, and then oh, I'm the few. Now, now, now we're in pure that. presence. We're in present, pure presence all the time. Yep. it's going to be awesome. Okay, okay, it's Here bliss. We go. Here, like all the time, bliss. Wow. Um, it's not really like that. Yeah. At least that's not been my experience. Yeah. We're human, so it, it, we fade in and out of it. So you'll experience moments of it, and then you'll experience yeah. many, many, many more that you're not. <laughs> and that can be disappointing. <laughs> it, it can be disappointing. Yeah, but, and but. And what I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to finish this point that that sometimes you need the distinction. So yes, it can be disappointing, but you're like, oh, okay, wait, this isn't what I just experienced. It's different. So that contrast allows you to distinguish the two. Yeah. So I know it can feel like a eh, yeah. right, like a bummer. But at the same time, that you're like, oh, okay, well then, how do I get back to that state? And as you do that, what happens is you can stay in there longer, right? Which requires more surrender, more work, whatever. And then you get to that state, and then you'll be in it. For a couple more seconds, and instead of disappointment, we could start to shift, and we start to celebrate the fact that we even got to access it at all, which is pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. And that's really what keeps you in the game. <laughs> is is those glimpses? Yeah, it's like I agree. Oh, I've read about this. Yeah, I've heard people talk, talk about, about this. Yeah, and you know, I was hoping just maybe, maybe someday, and now all of a sudden, I got a taste of that. Yeah, it's like oh. So now I get that's it. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And so you don't mind slipping back, yeah. knowing that there is and that you are in a position to experience that again. Exactly. And again, and for longer periods. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes less of a goal and more like play. Yeah. And the more, the funny thing is, it's so funny how spirit works. It's kind of ironic, especially for somebody who used to, like I have said many times, control things. The more you chase it, the mm. more elusive it becomes. Oh. It's really about surrender. And for some people who are like me, surrender is a tough one. So really, like for real surrender, not like surrender to get to an outcome. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> you can't trick it. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no detours. No, no, no. Yeah, you can, no. <laughs> can I throw out yeah. one other? And if you want, you know, if you yeah. don't want to go there, but so linear time yeah. and then that pure presence and then kind of you mentioned that gateway to eternal now. Yeah. So we talk about being awakened mm -hmm. or that awakened state. Yeah. Is that kind of the umbrella over all of this? Or where, where would awakened state in eternal now and pure presence, uh, we talk about somebody's awakened or... Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So let me just think about that for a second. Okay. So I think it depends who you're asking, because it's really hard to define what awaken is, right? That's, like I would imagine that different people had different, different, yeah, different definitions yeah. of awakened. To me, from my perspective, awaken simply means that you've transcended the illusion of the humanness and that you've transcended and released the distortion patterns that bind you into thinking that this human physical existence is the only game, that this is it. Okay, but not just realizing it from an intellectual standpoint, from an experiential standpoint, because then you start to experience the infiniteness of spirit, which is not the bound, dense form of the physical. And that world starts to open to you, and you are strong enough, whole enough, complete enough on spirit level that you can actually be in the physical world having spirit open, like an opened, expanded experience in the physical. So you have enough internal stability that you can hold physical form and have this expanded state and not be attached to it all at the same time. So you're actually holding multiple perspectives at the same time without attachment. That to me is awakened. Now, I'm sure that definition will likely shift over time. And I'm sure if you ask somebody else, they would poke holes in that and define yeah. it somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah. But for now, that's my response to your question. So that's, as of right now, that's kind of the ultimate for a human with a human body being able to evolve to that level of frequency. Well, I don't and still, know that And that's... still staying on this earth and with yeah. this human body. I actually think it's... So you've asked me a different question. Okay. So you, you asked me what awaken was. Yeah. And then you just said, is that the ultimate? No. Okay. So awaken to me is like a threshold. 
Okay, so meaning, once you open the door to awaken, it's not like you enter a spot and then you occupy that spot yeah. and you've gotten there and now you're awakened. Ding! That's the end of the the, the game. Yeah. It's a, a threshold that you cross mm. over and then the infinite opens in front of you. It's infinite. So you cross into that threshold of awakening, but it's infinite into the spirit realm. So almost like awakening was the point of entry. Correct. And now, whoa. Yes. It's the point of entry. It's yeah. not the end. It's yeah. the beginning, actually. It's pretty hard to say what that is. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what it is. Not, not, not this not, segment. Not, not, well, yeah. And I don't even know that yeah. I could express it in words. Yeah. And that I have gotten, I mean, yeah. it's infinite. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't experienced all of it, right? So. But I, don't you have the funny feeling that the, the table is set for humans mm -hmm. to have experiences way yes. beyond we've ever had before yes and be able to stay in these human bodies yes to me that's very exciting it is very exciting because yeah. what happened before with consciousness you bring an excellent point up what happened before in consciousness was that we were not able to maintain density or embodiment and also reach these higher levels of consciousness we would do something called dying we would actually ping out of our bodies yeah. our consciousness didn't have enough solidity to be able to enough mm, completeness to stay in physical form so we would exit the body yeah okay it's kind of like a tree that doesn't have deep enough roots so it's growing 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 right towards light and then all of a sudden it falls over because there's not enough depth in the root system to hold that that tree up so it's similar it's kind of similar in the sense that the stronger that we get on spirit level, which is happening now as consciousness rises. So what's happening, right? For those folks who are doing that kind of work, when consciousness was much lower, okay? They had to like fight really hard to have their consciousness rise up and it was really difficult to maintain that physicalness because consciousness was so low. Now that consciousness is rising collectively, higher and higher, right? This is why some of the kids that are coming in are super bright and they don't have the same distortion patterns and they remember better and they remember faster who they are. Um, that's why they can come in because consciousness is high enough. Yeah. Therefore, we too can actually achieve more if we desire in the sense of holding on to the embodiment and experiencing these awakened states without having to ping out of our bodies and then come back and do it all again. Right? It allows you to proceed further within the opportunity of the embodiment. Which is saying that in many cases, our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, mm -hmm. This opportunity was extremely rare. Oh my gosh. I mean, just yeah. a select few around the world. Yeah. But now the potential is there for large groups. Oh, uh, yeah. And absolutely. That's, that's the work you do. Yeah. Is it's connect, extremely exciting. Is kind of helping to lead that effort with the mastermind and yeah. the concepts. Yeah. And so what's happening is that people are, I mean, even things like the internet, the ability to film the way we do everything, it's just yeah. it's becoming, yeah. it's becoming easier and easier for this to happen, yeah. which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, it can also spread things that are less uh, highly resonating, right? And so it depends what you're listening to and you have to use your discernment for that. But it also is an opportunity for people to collectively rise in consciousness in a way that has never been seen in humanity before. As you said, it used to be you'd have to go sit at the feet of a guru on some mountaintop somewhere for like, I don't know, decades and then maybe get a morsel of information that probably could be transmitted to you in about 30 seconds. Now, you know what I mean? In our consciousness level now. But then it was like, oh my God, I saw it for my whole life and now I have this one piece of information and now the next life I'll like build on that one piece of information but now consciousness is so much higher and collectively we have so much more wisdom it's amazing so now people can really and the momentum of the purity consciousness waves which we talk about in the episode entitled uh, polarization why is polarization happening on the planet that episode the consciousness waves are coming through to buoy con consciousness even more to release these heavier patterns so that we can all experience something greater if we choose to. No, this is free will. You don't have to. You don't have to move if you don't want to. It's totally okay. But but I think the other thing that's for for all of us listening is the fact that this is real. This isn't woo woo. This is. You know, <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? Is that? I mean, there's a science to it. Oh, totally. And this is. I mean, this is. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's... yeah. And it's really cool because science, the new science, you know, like yeah. epigenetics or um, people like Lynn McTaggart or Dr. Bruce Lipton or Dr. Joe Dispenza are talking about studies which are proving what the mystics have known for centuries. Boom. Finally, science yeah. is starting to catch up yeah. with the mystic. So, or the mystical, yeah. right? Or spirit, or the spiritual, yeah. which is really cool. So, it's an opportunity for all of us to evolve in a way that's really wow. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Whoosh. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on what is different about pure presence. So as a note before I begin this group frequency calibration, Pure presence is a state that is accessed once we enter a certain resonance. Okay, so our resonance needs to be at a certain level before we can actually experience pure presence. Right. So what this group frequency calibration is focused on is helping you to uh, release distortion patterns and ultimately quicken your own resonance so you can approach a state where you experience pure presence. Okay. And as an all, another note, it's not like you experience pure presence all the time. At first it'll be a little bit for brief moments of time, and then it will expand from there. Okay, so just know that it's not a binary switch on and off. All right, so here we go bringing your attention to your body. This is one of the most important steps in pure presence, or even in getting there. So becoming aware of your body, becoming aware of the position of your hands. Are they always in this position when you meditate? or lie down, or sit down, or stand up. Just noticing the position of their hands. And if there's any tension in them, for some of you who've been following this work a little bit more, notice if the position of your hands reminds you of the position of your hand, the hands of a parent, or a child, or a relative. Just notice that. And if you don't notice that, that's fine. If you do, great. Good. And now becoming aware of your breath. Noticing in this moment what the quality of your breath is, the depth, the speed, the tension in it. Noticing all these things before you change it. Good. And now taking this opportunity to deepen the breath, to allow it to become more full. Noticing it as it fills both your chest and the upper back. And for those of you whose breath drops into your belly, 
noticing it as it expands into your belly and also into your back body. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, noticing first the soundscape around you, other than the sound of my voice both on your end and on my end and really noticing the sounds around you. They may be very small or very distant or perhaps just unnoticed. Becoming very aware of all the sounds around you. And for some of you, it's already happening as we're working together. As you focus on these sounds, a stilling happens within as you focus. If you feel this stillness, this is already the beginning of entering the state of pure presence. If you don't feel this, it's fine. Becoming aware and hyper-aware of your surroundings is still a beginning towards this state. Good. Becoming aware now, please, of the smell around you, whether it's the smell of your own soap or sweat or clothing, perhaps your bed sheets, noticing the smells around you. See if you can expand that sense of smell, whatever that means to you. Yeah. And now please triangulate. So if you don't know what triangulation is, for those of you who are new, please blink your eyes open and become aware of three inanimate objects in the room or the space around you. It does not matter what they are. And then notice the distance between object A and you, then object B and you, and object C and you. And as you notice each object and its relative distance to you, your own sense of where you are in space will become sort of more clear, or you'll be more aware of it, or it will become more present to you. This is very important in pure presence because the clearer you are in your own spatial reference, and where you are in time, and in fact, if you're in the present moment in time, the more likely you are able to experience pure presence. Good. And now please become aware of the space between your xiphoid process and the very midpoint of your solar plexus. And as you become aware of this very specific space, 
we're going to take a nice deep breath in. For those of you who don't know where your xiphoid process is, it's right beneath your sternum, which is that big thick bone in the center of your chest, where your ribs meet in front of your body. So if you trace your sternum with your finger all the way to its base, where it becomes flesh and it becomes tender when you press on it, that is your xiphoid process. So between that space and the center of your solar plexus, bring your attention here. As you take one big, nice, deep breath, holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you have completed that hold, releasing your breath and all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for a count of five. And for those of you with a faster count, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest, in your nipple line, not your physical heart space, your, the energetic heart space, and also the front of your throat. And breathing normally here as we wait for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. For those of you who are new, I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me exhale sharply, or hum, or perhaps even yawn, even though I'm not tired. And this is just how I remove the distortion patterns. Occasionally, and actually more often, I will be completely silent as I work with more and more high level frequency. Right? So just know I'm still working on you, even if you don't hear me. Keeping your attention in all those two spaces of the heart space and the front of the throat. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? For those of you who are new, that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, Imagining a brilliance at its very center. And this brilliance starts to become stronger, more potent as your attention stays fixed on it. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your organs out through your bone structure, through your flesh and your muscles, out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please become very aware of or imagine the brilliance within the sphere. Excellent. And now becoming aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this vast space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance. A, so that the session is the most effective possible.
because it's coming from the highest resonating order. And V. Because you can't yet know or be at this space on your own. I'm helping you to entrain to your future possibility. attention please to your upper ribs between your heart space and your collarbones okay so in order to experience pure presence it requires a certain level of internal stillness which comes from a higher level of frequency resonance where the mind is not so important and neither are emotions. So we're going to increase your frequency resonance to give you more space from your thoughts and your emotions. Now there's a small subgroup of you. Actually, it's not that small. It's um, it's more than I thought. That are attached to your thoughts and emotions. You really want them to be real. Um, they make you feel better and know more with certainty who you are and what your experience will be. Because you tend to loop these same thoughts and same emotions over and over again. So releasing that distortion pattern of the attachment to the thoughts and the emotions for this subgroup and for everyone giving you more space from your thought and emotion. For some of you, it's helpful to be in motion like walking somewhere, running somewhere, swimming, dancing, whatever, motorcycle riding. You don't have to be still to do this, releasing these distortion patterns. And in the same space of the upper ribs, in addition to your solar plexus, between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Yes. So this is the aversion to using your senses. Your senses can be extremely helpful in 
getting you into a state of more presence, not necessarily pure presence eventually, but even in a state of presence, it takes us out of our minds, which is very important. It's very difficult to be thinking and in pure presence. In fact, you can't, you're in one or the other. So releasing this aversion to, or lack of trust in, or discomfort with, resistance to, our senses, or sensuality. Okay, that's another way of saying it. I do not mean sexuality, I mean sensuality. Okay, what you feel and experience through your senses. There is a group of you, where our subgroup rather, where the senses are considered to be sinful because it's too much in the body. Okay, or it's bad, or it's wrong, or it's um, not spiritual in some way because it's of the body. That's not true. Well, it may not be religious. It is, however, a way to connect you more into the present moment and therefore to pure source. So it depends on your perspective. Becoming aware of your heart space, please. In the center of your chest, in your nipple line. Okay, so this is a release of the distortion pattern of the mind brain primary. Okay, that it needs to be talking all the time. That it needs to be the dominant source of interpretation. So we're going to release this. So we can experience more through our senses.
and amplifying stillness within. Good. Becoming aware of your xiphoid process, about three inches immediately beneath it. Clearing out the pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.